Chapter 12. Give me shelter. I will never forget when a friend said to me, Paul, I avoid home. My house is a mess. The garage is a mess. The closets are a mess. My house is all around chaos, and there's not much to draw me there. Work, vacation, the mall, my friends' houses are a lot more appealing. So I go home only when I need to. My takeaway was simple. Your home should be a magnet. The place where you love to go, it should be your refuge and your shelter. The Rolling Stones wrote a famous song called Give Me Shelter. I spent a good part of my childhood humming along and singing out loud this famous chorus. Forgive me, but I'm speaking in the most general terms. Men are hunters. We go out every day to see what we can conquer and bring home the spoils to our family. The last thing we want is to hear from our spouse, you dumbass, is that the biggest deer you can catch? We're going to starve if that's the best you can do. I saw the deer that Bob brought home to his wife. It was twice as big. While all these might be true statements, they are the most unsettling words a man can ever hear. Add in a chaotic physical environment and you've got a recipe for disaster. Men need their women to believe in them. When we come home, we need shelter, not chaos or criticism. We need a place to regroup and clear our minds so we can get better and face the next day. If we are fighting the world and fighting at home, the whole job of doing life with a smile on your face becomes nearly impossible. Dale Carnegie said it best, don't criticize. This salient and powerful advice is timeless when it comes to our relationships. I have watched as husbands and wives tear each other down in front of friends and family. This is painful to watch as they wither right in front of us. While refraining from criticizing goes both for the men and the women, when women tear their men down, it's an epic folly. A man's ego is the size of a freight train, and when his woman disrespects his efforts, dreams, and abilities, it's nothing short of daily castration, day after day. The same is true for a woman, and here's a story that illustrates the point perfectly. One of the women on my Japan study mission, after learning that I was a pilot, said to me she also wanted to become a pilot and that she looked into it but decided not to do it. When I asked her why, she said her husband said it was nonsense. Why would you want to do that, he exclaimed. Her dream was burst before she even got to investigate the possibility of becoming a pilot. My reply to everyone is simply to allow your loved ones the space to explore their dreams. The best response would have been, Honey, I think you will make a great pilot. Why don't you look into it and find out everything that's involved? I know after you gather all the details, you'll make a great decision. Whether you're a man or a woman, home should be a place where you can dream and work through issues together. At the end of the day, Work is unique, but the home is a place where our family and most important relationships reside. It's the place where you go for refuge. It needs to be viewed differently than just a place where you live. It's the refuge, the place where you know you will be restored and more importantly protected so you can regroup and gain your mental and emotional strength. For me, I've always viewed my home as a place where I practice creativity and emotional expression. Whether I'm playing my guitar and writing a song, pruning a bonsai tree in my garden, building a piece of furniture, or writing a book, 
My home is my refuge and my laboratory, my art studio where I think crazy thoughts and dream up wild ideas and no one can touch me. Some of you have seen my home. It is by most people's standards over the top, crazy beautiful, and the yards and architecture are a masterpiece. Most people, when they see it, say, I can't imagine how much work it took to create 10 acres of artistic creation, let alone what it takes to maintain something that elaborate and massive. For me, my home is literally my artistic expression of who I am in the innermost being, where I can be a little boy and fearlessly play. I am constantly changing, improving, creating, exploring, and experimenting inside and out. My home is my art studio, where I practice passion, patience, and creativity. I made a profound observation after reading about and having visited the homes of some of the greatest leaders in the world, from Thomas Jefferson's Monticello, George Washington's Mount Vernon, John D. Rockefeller's Kaikik, Winston Churchill's Chartwell, south of London, Dwight D. Eisenhower's farm at Gettysburg, Teddy Roosevelt's Sagamore Hill on Long Island, Henry Ford's working farm outside Detroit, Eleanor Roosevelt's tiny cabin along the Hudson River, Ronald Reagan's modest little ranch in the hills of Los Angeles, or Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Every last one of these men and women deeply expressed and lived their dreams in their refuge that historians refer to as their retreats or homes. For me, my home and refuge was the place where I stared deep into my soul to find out who I was so I could create a better life. I can remember like yesterday, sitting in my home office where I penned, Are You Happy?, the previous chapter that you just read. It was a place where the world could not get me, and I had time to think. At the end of the day, you need a refuge. You need a place where you can think deeply about life. A place where you can practice continuous improvement and fail and get back up and learn. A lean life requires a place of refuge and creativity. The two are absolutely intertwined. You'll never experience true continuous improvement unless you have a safe place to express your thoughts and ideas. Develop that place. Make it sacred. Make it fun. But most importantly, understand its importance in the role it will play in your happiness throughout your life's lean journey. If you want to have a continuously improving life of deep meaning, where thoughtfulness is imbued in everything you do, create a refuge. So whether you're in an 800-square-foot apartment in New York City or a 10-acre farm, be a refuge for the ones you love and build a strong refuge, big or small, not just a home. The one thing, it's not a home. It's a refuge, the place where you think deeply about everything that is important.